Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the BK Movie Podcast. The BK with an A movie podcast. A. Introducing the A of the BK movie podcast. Aiden Wibbs. You were formerly the Burger King podcast, and now you're the... Yeah, we had some copyright issues. That's why you're here. Yeah, that's the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) We had to feature a, uh, a third letter that actually had to be a vowel. We uh we needed something that uh wasn't just three consonants. So uh please welcome to the podcast, Aiden Wibbs. Aiden Wibbs, say hello. Hello. Uh uh how many people are watching, we think? Give me a number. Probably our three moms. Three moms. My 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 girlfriend's mom actually told me yesterday that she will listen to our first podcast. What is her first name? Her first name is Allison. Allison, I'm here's here's looking at you. Uh That's that's my intro. It'll be, that's gonna be my intro every week. <laughs> who's every list, week. who's who's our new listener? <laughs> yeah, who's looking at you? Very nice. Okay. Uh, today's podcast: the top ten sports movies, as voted on by us. Very official. Uh, do not argue this. And this is uh, again, we have our list down to a science. This is non-negotiable. These are the facts. These are the ten best sports movies. One caveat, we each made a list of 10. Bryn, let's talk sports movies. What do you got? Well, this was actually I thought it would be easy, but I had some troubles. I have some Oscar bait in there. I have some Oscar bait out of there. But I'm still pleased with my list, no matter what happens, even though I can't wait to argue with you guys about it, regardless. Aiden, sports movies. What comes to mind when you think a sports movie? So, so you know, at first like actual sports come to mind, you know, like real sports that athletic people play. But then you dig into it and you realize that sports are anything. Anything is a goddamn sport pretty much these days. There are some, some, uh, let's just give a example here. Uh, Johnny Tsunami made my list of sports <laughs> movies that I've seen. Uh, you know, just, just a little, a little taste uh, that you, you could go anywhere with it. So I have, I have some typicals and some, maybe some, uh, some atypicals as well but um i I honestly can't believe that i left johnny tsunami and johnny capahala back on board off of my list see i've sequel (laughs) (laughs) the 2007 sequel to the 2009 hit johnny tsunami Uh, (laughs) incredible two films uh but you're right yeah the the sports movie uh encyclopedia if you will is uh, in- includes a lot of things that you wouldn't think of um I'm, I'm sure we'll see it on our lists i know at least one of my films you do not think of as a sports movie but i will make the argument that it is a sports movie this is like the argument like is die hard a christmas movie pretty much with like all these movies exactly well not with all these movies some of them are objectively a sports movie you so you you in you, you imbecile if, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas, is a sports movie a sports movie because it takes place during sports? Because then that's a loose definition, ladies and gentlemen. But we can get into that, I'm, I'm sure. 
we will we'll, we'll touch on this we'll, we'll touch on this uh first off let's let's get up uh, up to date with each other Bryn, what have what have you been watching what have you been doing this past week uh as last week i was finishing community for the third time around it is oh, on the boy. and i uh, i cried through the last couple seasons because they are rough but the first seasons are the glory days other than that i do nothing i am the laziest human on the planet What's Very it, good. You <laughs> um, I started watching the television program Suits on the weekend, and I am almost through two seasons of it, and I quite enjoy the show. It is very fun to watch, and it takes place in Toronto, so it's cool to see some locations. It does not take place in Toronto, Kevin, but I understand what the message you were trying to get across there. Um, there he goes big time on us again, Bryn. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I just rounded off season two of Community myself oh, um, on a rewatch, you know, like fifth time's the charm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I never finished a show when it was actually on air because of the last few seasons. But I think that's my goal this time around because, uh, I don't know, why not? Why not? I love that show. It's nice to close the book on things. Yeah. Um, yes, no, go ahead. No, no, I just, you know, watching a bunch of stuff, you know, but nothing, nothing that's, nothing amazing comes to mind as of late. It's been a slow week, but. Yeah, there's not a lot to uh, catch up on in times like these where we learn to live again. And in times like these, they give and give again. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. It's a Foo Fighters lyrics for everybody. Uh, yes, I am a Foo Fighters fan. Is that what's tattooed on your chest? <laughs> or it might be. <laughs> <laughs> so, movie world news. Let's hop into this, guys. There's some fun things that have happened in the last couple of days in the movie world. The You know what? No, let's not hop into this. Let's give the viewers a taste of who Aiden Wibbs is. How Bryn Lobsinger and Kevin Alt know Aiden Wibbs. Oh, yes. We all went to university together. Aiden big timed us for four years. Luckily enough for me, I stayed at school for five. Bryn did not. Got the hell out of there. <laughs> we became great friends. We bonded over things such as uh, crocheting, uh, knitting, um, games such uh, as cornhole. Yeah, I think you forgot uh, we both participate in animal husbandry, but <laughs> that is... I think the only other common interest that we had at, at the time of meeting. How could I right. read such a thing out? Long story short, there were no girls around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not like we went to a school where the, uh, the uh, male to female ratio is uh, rumors to be seven to one, but uh, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, movie world news. Back to business here. The SpongeBob Sponge on the Run movie was delayed to 2021 and will go straight to video on demand. Aiden, how do you feel about the SpongeBob series of movies? Did you know Scarlett Johansson played Mindy the Mermaid in the SpongeBob movie? Well, we well, did. Well, <laughs> we, did. Yes. we actually had a podcast dedicated to Scarlett Johansson, and that was one of the main topics, actually. I know. I read the notes that you guys made, and I just wanted to feel like I was a part of it. So I'm really <laughs> sorry for recycling you that. You were there. Uh, no, Sponge we Mouse, love it. SpongeBob's great. Uh, you know, Tom Kenny, big, big fan of Tom Kenny. 
uh, uh, featured in movies such as uh, Transformers 2 Revenge of the Fallen and also Sky High. Uh, so you can, you can fact check me on that, but I'm pretty dang sure he's in Sky High. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. We might not be able to afford Aiden. He seems to know a lot more. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know who Tom Kenny is. Is he the voice of SpongeBob or something? The voice of SpongeBob, the pirate that. Oh, he is in Sky High. In Sponge... He's in God dang Sky High. He's in it's Adventure when the house Time? Is... Yeah, he's, he's the. Oh, who's the Adventure Time? Isn't he the wizard? Could be. I'm just seeing that it's on his, on his IMDb here. Big Tom Kenny fan. My uh, God, fucking bringing the bringing the big dick energy to the BK podcast here. But I, I know nothing about the up and coming uh, SpongeBob SquarePants movie, as you so referred to it as. Yeah, I don't know much about it either. I do know that uh, it's prob the original SpongeBob movie is probably in the top ten uh, movies that I've seen, like times that I've seen a movie. Uh, I've probably seen it more than most other movies i watched it literally every day for a month straight when i was in like grade seven it is the reason i grew a mustache was because of the spongebob and squarepants movie <laughs> um, do you guys do you guys ever see that youtube video that was like grandma's cookies or something with spongebob oh my god are you you are tapping into something in me kevin that was that it's such a horrid offensive video it's so bad. It. It's I so have bad. No idea what you're talking oh, Brent. about. Brent, after this podcast, they, we need you to go on YouTube and just type "Grandma's Cookies SpongeBob" and be disgusted. But uh, the what? Why I thought of that, Aiden, is because you mentioned mustache, and it made me think of when they open up the briefcase and they're like, "Pubic <laughs> hair." At her. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, funny. God. It was like a low view video, though. Like that wasn't viral by any sense of the word. Was it not? I don't. I oh, remember sorry. everybody that I grew up with. Yeah, that maybe. was like the go-to YouTube video to show your friends. Maybe that was like a Saint Catherine's thing, though. You know, like maybe you know. Yeah, we're a bit grungy. Bit weird over there. Oscar uh, changes. Uh, there was some news with the Oscars. Um, they were pushed back. We touched on this last episode, but I have a little more detail on it for today. Uh, pushed back to April twenty-fifth, and the eligibility for films that are eligible for the Oscars now goes to February 28th of 2021 instead of December 31st. Uh, I am okay with this, although I don't like that the movie year is now not consistent with the calendar year because I'm a psychopath and I have a lizard brain. But I think it's smart. What do you guys think? Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, they had to push it back. Like, no movies have been out, like, pretty much at all. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it, like, somehow gets to be even pushed back further because of any regulations that might happen. But I'm still going to I'm still gonna miss the Oscars dearly because I love that night. It's probably my favorite night of the year. Yeah, it's up there for me as well. I definitely celebrate that night more than more than most like prime time tv anything so, like i always i always tune in like it's always like a uh i don't know and i i know it's like open to like a contention like people kind of have lots of problems with it but it's just it's, it's a fun time celebrating things that we all love so see uh, as a podcast that loves to make lists of things 
and loves to rank things, how could we not love the Oscars? As flawed as it is, it's just giving awards and basically saying these are the five or ten best of every category of the year. Like it's yeah. just it's a great it's just great fun stuff to talk about. And honestly, it's usually a shit show and like not even that entertaining to watch, but you just yeah. want to know who wins. Yeah, even though like I'm pretty sure the ratings go down like every year, but I could care less about the ratings. I just love it for all the hype. Exactly. It's it's the, the build up. Of, it's the most amount of Ellen I watch all year too. So it's <laughs> uh, very true. Um you know, this this uh this news also comes with Tenet being pushed back two weeks. Um does this mean anything to either of you? This meant nothing to me. I, I mean not that I'm not interested in the movie, but like I don't see this being released now when they've when they've uh like they've pushed it back from middle of July to end of July and I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't think it's a like it's not looking too good as it is with the way things are going. Two weeks isn't gonna make that much of a different as difference as it is, I think. I still really want to see it. It's probably like my most anticipated movie for twenty twenty, but I'm not gonna change my mind on whether I see it now or later, kinda. Aiden, any thoughts on this? Uh yeah, it's like it's I don't know, every Nolan movie I imagine kills it in the box office. So for them to take a risk and release it early, I I I read that little tidbit you put in the notes and I was I honestly didn't expect that at all. I like Bryn said, like pretty psyched about it. Like it's got a killer cast and they'll see anything Christopher Nolan does at this point. So um yeah, it's I, I, I could wait an extra six months to see it. So yeah, like it feels like we've been waiting so long for any big movie to come out anyway. That like it just it, it makes no difference to me. It's I'd rather feel safe and watch this in a theater in October or fucking January than like I'm not I'm not gonna get myself to go see this movie at the end of July, regardless if it's in a theater. You know? I'm just I'm not that risky of a person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'd be doing a disservice to this podcast by not seeing that movie on time, but fucking health comes first, boys. Do you, do you guys miss the theater? Like, that's something that I miss dearly right now. Like, I love going to the movies. So badly. Yeah, I miss it a hell of a lot. I usually go to the movies and watch, like, two in a row, so I've been just going through withdrawals as it is. Yeah, Bryn's got to drive, like, 40 minutes to the theater, so uh, <laughs> yeah, you, may, you make it a, a two a two-night showing. Yeah, I'm not going to drive 40 there, 40 back for one movie. I'm putting in at least two, minimum. Yeah, and where I live now, too, um, I have a movie theater within walking distance. And it's like a pretty nice theater and cheap night on Wednesdays. and It's it's just something to do, you know. Don't have a car or anything to drive into town, so it's easy to walk there 10 minutes, catch a movie, go home. I was going like every week. I in seeing... fact saw a movie. I saw a movie uh, the week before quarantine began <laughs> in the theater. What came out in March? It was Dark Waters, which didn't come out then, but it was just still in the theater. I don't even know what that is. It's uh, Mark Ruffalo, Tim Robbins. Uh, it's about. Oh. It's like a law courtroom kind of drama movie. Yeah, got it. I got it. Heard of it's it. Good movie. It's a good movie. Didn't, didn't you see? the irishman in ireland in theaters i did 
It's probably going to be the highlight of your life. You're probably just going to go from there. Good story about that. So obviously it's a Netflix movie and I think it came out on like the 28th of November or something. Like it was late in November that it went to Netflix and I caught wind that it was being showed in this one theater in Dublin on like the 6th of November, like early in the month. So bought my ticket online walked an hour and a half to the theater sat in there for three and a half hours walked an hour and a half home just a quick six or seven hour trip to the movies put in a work day just put in a full work day to go see that movie and i did not regret it not even a bit do your best al pacino oh god just from what from what movie (laughs) i your uh scent of a woman oh my god <laughs> i can't i i can't that's the only i've not seen like, it so you could say anything i you know uh he i know that he talks strange in that movie i think you just close your eyes pretend you're blind and that's good enough i can't uh, even think of how he sounds right now to be honest oh uh, well next time yeah my brain's going to mush for some reason uh so yeah tenant pushed back two weeks uh I I would expect it to just keep being pushed back. I read something where, like, this is a Warner Brothers release with Christopher Nolan, and he's obviously, like, probably their biggest director and biggest name that they have. So Warner Brothers is kind of doing him a favor by only pushing it back two weeks, even though they don't want to be, like, the company that's got the first big release into cinemas because, you know, if shit happens, then people will think they're responsible. So they're just kind of doing this to pay him some lip service. You know? Rumors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree with literally everything you said. I, just, I have no, no rebuttal. It's the others. Yeah. It's just, that's just something that some actually educated movie people that get invited to screenings have said. So I'll buy it. Moving on. The first scheduled cinematic release is some dog shit looking Russell Crowe movie on July 10th. I didn't even write down what it's called because that's a little interest I have in it. Oh, I but I will up. tell you. It's called Unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> okay. Oh okay, my we're, God. Good. Oh we're good. My Lord. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Can you start a GoFundMe for Kevin's laptop? Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Rang me up a, a good chunk of change. It's coming in on Friday, though, boys. We'll be we'll be up and running good for next Friday or next Sweet. Tuesday. Uh, we're even we were talking about Russell Crowe being thick. I think the last thing that we said, or uh, I think I said, was like it's called unhinged. So if you want to say something after that, pretty much. Yeah, I just have no interest in that movie, and it's supposed to be like the first thing that's coming out to cinemas. I don't even know what his last movie was. But I think the last thing I saw him in was like the nice guys. Yeah, that's all I can like, think of. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. He was in the mummy. Yeah, I was gonna say he's in that really bad movie, The Mummy. Actually, oh, was he, was he in the Mummy? To, he was supposed to be a part of the the Dark Universe. Did you hear got, about that? Yeah, I got shut down quick. Dark yeah. Universe. The Dark oh. Universe, cinematic universe. Um, it, they, they they tried to do like a Marvel thing with like all like the like the zombies and monster movies like. Frankenstein, Mummy, Dr. Jekyll, uh, Invisible Man. Their cast was like sick to it. I had like Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe. It was pretty like sick. Yeah. 
But and this is like affiliated to like Marvel superheroes? No, sorry. It was just they wanted to do the thing like the whole like Marvel Universe thing. They wanted to do that same thing but with like monster monster characters. So like all those characters from like all those old books and all those old kind of classic horror movies, they wanted to make them all exist in like the same world. I um, see. Didn't go well. Didn't go well. No. Oh, he's in uh he's in Boy Erased 2018. That's oh, a pretty yeah. good movie. It's fucking sad. But uh, pretty good. I enjoyed it. Well, as much as one could enjoy a sad movie. The History of the Kelly Yang. He was in 2019. Oh, is that with Charlie Hunnam? Charlie Hunnam is in that, yes. I just saw the trailer. I did not watch the movie. Never even heard of it. We're very educated on the BK movie podcast. So, uh, hey, we're, the, we're the everyman. Yeah, we're for the we're for the in layman's terms, we're for the everyman. Yeah, and everyone knows Tom Kenny was in Ten Seconds of Sky High. That's, <laughs> we're here to represent those people. We're gonna begin to speak very highly of Sky High. Hey, is Sky High a sports movie? Like the movie mostly is hinged on gym class. So, right. Like I'm gonna go gym with... class is the most important part of that movie. <sighs> Maybe that's it's not in my list, so <laughs> might have to put in the honorable mentions. We'll find out <laughs> later, though. Uh, should we get into our lists? Yeah, my by all means. Okay, uh, sports movies. Bryn, what is your first memory of a sports movie? I don't want to say because I think it's my number one. <laughs> Fair enough, Aiden. What? what do you think of when you think of? sports movies what is your memories of sports movies i feel like what i think of when i think of sports movies again my number one kind of like bryn said okay i think like my first sports movie and maybe i'm wrong but i always think of the rookie with uh what's his god dang name dennis 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 quaid and i remember as a kid going this is a movie about a guy trying to throw baseball really, really fast. <laughs> and then I watched it when it was on TV when I was older, and that movie's so boring. It's a bad one. It's got a young Jake T. Austin in it, too. Is uh, that Jake T. Austin? The little baby boy, yeah. He's wow. uh, a little half man in there. Yeah, never uh, put that, the, Denver did the math there. That movie's not on my list, but it's just what I think of when I think of sports movies because it came out when I was a wee lad. Um, nice. I uh, I recall there was another Disney one. I think it's called Rookie of the Year. And it's some kid. His grandfather, like, owned the twins. And then he dies. And then this, like, 11 or 12-year-old kid gets to become the manager of the Minnesota Twins. You're right. And that kid is one of the guys from American Pie, isn't he? Yes. It's it's the, the guy who's with Tara Reid in American yeah, Pie. Yeah, it's that guy. And that movie would be on Disney or like Family Channel all the time, and I just oh I would tune in every time. The be- oh, oh man, do you remember the double teamed movie with the two twin sisters? That, was <laughs> that is on TV. That was the worst movie poster in hindsight. I don't know how that got created. If you rewatch the scene where she does her like signature like head fake, it is the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> She goes, she's just going back and forth and then obviously is going to the one way and the girl dives the other. It's like, well, that's pretty realistic. (laughs) 
that's uh, flashbacks to Britain's uh, soccer career early in his life. Is that even a soccer movie? I don't know it. It's a basketball movie. <laughs> Spill money! <laughs> Cut that out! Um, yeah, so uh, Aiden, you had mentioned uh, before the podcast that, and I don't want to step on your list here, but might there be a cooking movie? Here's the thing. Is this I, in your list? Am I spoiling things? It didn't make my top ten. Okay, why don't you talk about it then? I had to think really critically. When I thought sports movies, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off <laughs> came up. Oh, my God. Uh, now, it would be my number one on a separate list, and that would be Disney sports movies. Actually, that's okay. not true, because I, ha- I have a Disney sports movie in my top ten. But yeah, Disney, originals, <laughs> Disney original sports movies. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is a classic. Yeah, it that would maybe better. go with uh, like like jump in with Corbin Blue. Oh shit! Jump rope movie. Um, yeah, you know it's about a guy who all he wants he loves baseball, but he loves cooking too, and and his dad makes him feel bad about that, and you know like it's, is that if that's not punk rock, I don't know what is. You know, <laughs> if like, that's not relatable to every thirteen year old. Yeah, like he was swimming in women. Like the women loved him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But like, check yourself. It's like I play baseball. I got those baseball veiny arms that all those those girls are after these days. And yeah. also, I have this secret purple sauce that I put on all my food that makes it taste delicious. <laughs> that reminds me of that movie Accepted, where that guy is trying to make brownies that taste like everything or whatever. Anyone? Bueller. Oh, seen it. Uh, that it. Yes, it is with Jonah Hill. I only, I only know the ask me about my wiener scene. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, sports movies. Uh, pretty consistently good brand of movies, but also pretty consistently bad. Like I find there's there's not a lot of average sports movies. But are they all incredibly watchable? In my mind, yes. Like I think the basis of sports is that it's so like accessible and like you immediately know what's going on um, that I think a movie that revolves around that is so easy to watch. Like, even if you entirely don't understand the sport, like you just know, like these people are competing for something. And I feel like that's relatable to everyone. Um, But good sports movies are good, but you're right. I feel like the bad ones, they, they still scoot by. Yeah, exactly. You can get by with a bad sports movie because Anybody who plays that sport or has an interest in that sport is realistically has an interest in the movie. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna be curious about it and want to see it. Any like, there's a ton of shitty sports movies that I love just because it's like a golf movie or a hockey movie or baseball. You know, just because I like those sports. Yeah, and like ninety percent of sports movies are just feel good movies. Like at the end, like oh, the good the underdog wins typically. So people just love it for that factor too. So yeah. exactly. underdog redemption stories yeah, just baits baits me every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh should we get into the list, my friends? Oh God, yeah. By all now means. actually before we do this, Aiden, you had also mentioned before this podcast um that you noticed a clear front runner for the best sport to make a movie about yes i I'll, I'll give you a hint right now the best sport that i think isn't even my number one okay. but i think there's one clear sport 
that has the best movies. I, I agree. And, and I can't, you want me to just drop it? Can I just drop I, I, it? Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking, but I agree. There's one sport that is I think better than fighting, the most. Fighting movies are the best sports movies. Boxing, you can get specific. Sure, let's do boxing because there's a ton of boxing movies. But but fighting in general, like organized fighting, those movies are. I don't know what it is about them. Maybe people just like watching other people get punched. But I think they're they're consistently more top notch than than let's say baseball movies or golf movies, which I think can be good and bad. I would a hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, like there's very rare bad ones. There, I think Kevin James did one, and I even kind of liked it. So Here like, comes the boom. I watched yeah. 20 minutes of that. It's good. It's kind of good. I saw the. Tr- I remember seeing it, and I was like, "This is gonna suck." Watched it, loved it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, no, I would agree with both of you. Uh, I think boxing movies are just the most consistent. Uh, there, there's some bad ones out there. Like, not every Rocky movie's great. I'll say it. Valid. Valid. But, uh, you're there for the story and they're just they're, they're such bait movies too like you pretty much know what to expect out of any boxing movie and they're still incredible watches almost every time agreed uh Bryn, why don't you start us off with your five honorable mentions well i don't want to step on any toes so if i say some of your high ones i'm sorry 15 <laughs> haven't seen it so it's probably why it's out i got million dollar baby never seen it oscar worthy though that's why it's not in tin cup at 14 again sorry if i stepped on toes ready for this like mike oh, a little boozy i loved that movie as a child and it hurt not having it at the top 10 12 i i got i Tanya, and then 11 and this one hurts too I got Creed at 11. Oh, 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 I know that hurts you, Bryn. Yeah, it did. I, I know how you feel about both Rocky movies and Michael B. Jordan. That hurts you. <laughs> that one hurt. I'm very, uh, I'm very excited for your list now that I know that Creed's not on there. I thought that would be a, a mainstay on your it, list. It, it was in there for a while, but it hurt to take it out. Okay. Uh, Aiden, what, oh, and also uh, I'll mention – before we get too deep into this, uh, we did not include sports documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. I so. haven't seen many, but I, neither did I. Uh, so I did I, all of my honorable mentions. I have seen if, if it was, if we're going to go into hadn't seen, there are so many great or highly acclaimed sports movies that I, for some reason, haven't seen million dollar baby. One of them. Um, so these five, I just had to narrow them down because I had eight honorable mentions. So let's, we'll just throw some of them out of there. Sure. Uh, the, these five, no particular order, but uh, we have a, a Rush. With, I had that uh, at 17, actually. <laughs> movie about Nicky Lauda. Uh, great movie. Ron Howard directed. Just consistent director. Um, great handle, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie the Eagle is in there. That is a heartwarming <laughs> Heartwarming movie. And you know, there's not a lot of skiing movies. I feel like I, I, I'm kind of ranking these on like, you know, like maybe some of the more atypical ones are a bit higher on my list. Cause like they did, they had to, they had to get made first. Right. And you know, no one wants to see a ski jumping movie. Yeah. I, I, I tried to not have too many of one sport in my list. Yeah. So I, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, in, in a similar vein, cool runnings. Classic. Uh, didn't break my top 10, but it's just, you know, it's a, it's a great, 
uh, Disney movie and also, you know, John Candy, legend. Love uh, Rest in peace. Let's see here. Uh, Cinderella Man is a movie I, I, I think is really great, but didn't, didn't crack my top 10. Uh, and then my final one, uh, Little Giants. Oh, that's a throwback. Wow. I have I, not heard that name in I ages. watched that movie in elementary school. It was for some reason, it was the only movie my school had. We watched it so many times. Fell in love with it. I, Honorable I, I, I didn't even think of that movie, but I, yeah, I, have, I have a similar history to it. And now that you've got me thinking. Rick Moranis, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. SCTV, shout out. Um, yeah, for my list, uh, I think I have 17 that I've marked down. I'll, uh, I'll give the top five. Um, again, no particular order like Aiden. I had Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. 16 for me. 16. Wanted to have it on my list because it was just like, I don't give a shit about cars or, or racing. And this is like one of the most entertaining movies I've seen in the past like 10 years. So that's all I got to say about that. I had Creed, honorable mentioned. Love it. I, Tanya, honorable mentioned. Uh, I had Rocky 3 because that is my personal favorite Rocky movie, but I, 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 I was a bigger man. And I have a different Rocky movie on my list. Yes, I do love Rocky 4 as well. <laughs> Rocky 4 is number one Rocky. That's all I'll say. Hey, I, I might agree with you. I might agree with you. Uh, I, Tanya was on my list. Dodgeball. Oh, good one. An underdog story. An underdog story. And uh, finally, Caddyshack. Just gotta another, respect it. Another, gotta respect I mean, it. that movie is just an absolute mess, and it's it's perfect for it. Um, yeah, those are the honorable mentions. Uh, I'm sure that we're all forgetting some iconic sports movie. Like people are gonna be honest about oh, how how'd you leave off uh, fucking balls of uh, fury. Yeah, how'd you leave off ping pong player? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or something like that. But uh, you know what? We'll We'll, we'll roll with the punches. We'll take the heat. Tell us what your list is after you've heard ours. Uh, Bryn, why don't you start us up with your number 10 sports movie? Number 10. Uh, I feel like this resonates with all Canadians. I got slap shot at number 10. Don't even want to talk about the second slap shot movie. It was great. But... I still think the Hanson brothers are like the funniest things on the planet in sports movies. Like I love them. Yeah. That movie is absolute insanity. That's, that's <laughs> basically it. all I have to say about it. And they got Paul Newman to be in a hockey movie, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Celebrity salsa chef, Paul Newman. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to break it to you fellas. I have not seen Slapshot. I have not. I'm going to break it to you fellas. I didn't even have it as an honorable mention but I have seen it. I, it's one of those movies that I just, I didn't catch it. Like, when am I going to watch it? I'm just going to sit down and watch Slapshot. I feel like I needed to be shown Slapshot. Yeah, you had to be shown it as a kid, I think, to get the full effect. If you watch exactly. it, like, crappy, like, filming, all that stuff. But It's still, like 43 years old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rather old. But, uh, hey, hey, it's a great movie. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm 
it's it's out of my generation, I guess, and I love hockey. But uh, that one's for all the Canadians out there. Pretty yeah. much all of you. <laughs> respect, respect. Aiden, you're number ten. My number ten, um, and I'm very passionate about this number ten. Okay, uh, surfs up. <laughs> that is so outside the box. That it, it cracked my top ten. That movie is is it's got Shia LaBeouf. Okay, it's got uh, John Heater or Header or whatever his name is. Uh, it's got other people who I can't quite remember Jeff that are Bridges. in it. Is he? He's uh the the. He's geeking. The, geek the penguin. You're right. Uh, that movie. Is Zoe Deschanel. Is she the is she the girl penguin? Yeah, Lonnie. Who's the bad guy penguin? Uh, Diedrich Bader. Oh yeah, classic. He's got the voice for that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it was it was a consistent blockbuster rental for me, circa two thousand six, two thousand seven. And I, I, it's great. It, it's a surfing movie that's good because well, what surfing movies are that great? Uh, Johnny uh, Capahala, thanks for coming. Oh, yeah, sorry. I apologize. You're sorry, Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, uh, no, no apologies. A surf's up top number 10. No, that's, that's, that's the kind of diversity we like to see on this podcast. Also, for anyone that doesn't know, Surf's Up is a, an animated movie about guess I never did, so we never said it was animated, so you're yeah. right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like that movie. Did not cross my mind, but I, I, I like that movie. Uh, my number 10. Um, this is one that it's a bit of a stretch as a sports movie, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the argument. My number 10 sports movie, The Big Lebowski. Okay. You know what? Continue. Are you willing to hear me out? I know, there's bowling. <laughs> if The Big Lebowski is anything specific, it is a bowling movie. If I, were to, if I were to describe The Big Lebowski with one, like describe one thing about The Big Lebowski, I would tell somebody it's a bowling movie. I would say it's a comedy movie. <laughs> But if you had to say something about the actual plot, that's the only way you could describe it in like one sentence. It's, it's a bowling movie. It's a movie about bowling. But yeah, The Big Lebowski. Um, a good portion of this movie is spent in a bowling alley and there's many iconic scenes and many important conversations happen in a bowling alley. Now, the dude never is shown actually bowling. But... It's, it's it's a bowling movie it's effectively it's a bowling movie and it's my number 10 sports movie of all time i'll allow it I'll, i guess i'll allow it <laughs> thank you you love you love that that's like one of your favorite movies though so you... <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies i'm gonna get that in as many lists as possible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bryn, number nine i'm sure or i'm hoping that this is probably on at least one of your lists i got remember the titans fun fact what not many people know about this movie is Ryan Gosling was an absolute liability in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling is an absolute liability at quarterback in this movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's hits you right in the feels, start to finish pretty much. Brings up a lot of topics, racism, all that, but I love it. Some prime Denzel, prime Denzel. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's another one of those Disney sports movies that uh, are pretty much always a success. 
It's a great movie. I fully agree. That movie is is a, is a classic. It is one of the best Hayden Panettiere movies that exists. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And classic Denzel Washington. You're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aiden, you're number nine. Uh, my number nine is uh, The Fighter. Ooh. 2010's The Fighter. Um, I forgot about that. That's a good one. I, I don't know why I like that movie so much. I feel like it kind of gets glossed over nowadays, like sort of just like forgotten about. But um, I don't know whether that's like I'm a big Christian Bale fan and that I can tolerate Mark Wahlberg. Uh, but Brin's not going to like that. I, I actually like Mark Wahlberg. I just think some people think he's a bit, he, he has these like weird roles where he's either like, he's, he's just like really good or really bad. Yeah. It's like we have de- the departed and daddy's home too. Like what are you make up your mind? <laughs> um, Amy Adams in there too. Like, I don't know. And it's a true story too. And it's, it's, a, it's great. Like Christian Bale kills it. He won an Oscar for best supporting actor. So I don't know. It, I, they play Aerosmith at one point in the movie. It gets you really hyped up. Um, big fan. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Bryn. Amy Adams looks good in that movie too. Big, big Amy Adams fan. No, you, Aiden, you know how I feel about Amy Adams. Circa our nocturnal animals watching parties. Oh yes, yes. Um, what a great movie to watch with friends. Yeah, um, yeah. The Fighter. I remember that movie. It was like the first like eighteen A movie that I saw in theaters when I was what? like thirteen or fourteen. Not sure how I got in, but uh, <laughs> I know I went with uh, I went with Nim actually, and uh, yeah, I I loved that movie. I thought it was so good when I saw it as a thirteen year old. Probably more because I just thought it was badass that I was seeing that movie. But uh, it's it's on Netflix over here, and it's getting a pretty decent second life. I think uh, like it's on all the it's it's very promoted on the European Netflix and. Uh, Hey, great movie. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, my number nine, and don't need to say much about this movie, uh, it's Happy Gilmore. Uh, Happy Gilmore, one of the, again, just another movie I've seen probably more than most movies. Uh, you need something funny to just have on in the background. It's It's one of the go-tos. And it's it's a it's a it's an honestly decent golf movie. Like a lot of this movie is actually on the golf course, which is hey, it's what you want in a sports movie. So uh, yeah, Bryn, you're number eight. Uh, also, shout out to Shooter McGavin. Uh, number eight, I have Moneyball. Uh, Jonah Hill. I think this is one of his best performances. Same with Brad Pitt. I love when Brad Pitt eats a lot in any movie and then spits <laughs> out like an absolute savage. Uh, young Chris Pratt too. Well, not young, I guess, but low-key Chris Pratt role. Uh, also Chris Pratt just, before he has to charge three hundred fifty million per per role. Yeah, this is when they got him cheap. Uh, but y- if you don't like this movie, get the fuck out. Also, recipes Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, this is a great movie. Uh, I'm sure it'll be on. Oh, it's on my list somewhere. Yeah, I figured it'd be on yours at least. I, I think it's a great movie for people who who don't even like baseball that much. Like, I yeah. love that movie. It's, yeah, it's nice because it's, like, different in the fact that it shows, like, another side to, like, sports. Like, it's more, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that, like, not many movies go into. 
That's kind of nice in that aspect. It could be. It could also be on top ten math movies of all time. He'll do stats on the computer. Yeah. I always picture. Uh, you remember that scene from The Hangover, where Alan's in the casino and all the math is going by. Absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, it. It. I get vibes of that scene when I'm watching Jonah Hill. Just look at stats. Jonah Hill is hefty in this movie too. Yeah, he's, he's quite round. But th- wasn't this his introduction to Brad Pitt? Wasn't that his big weight loss? I thought. Was it? Maybe. Go on. Oh, I thought Brad Pitt kind of like in, introduced him to like personal training and stuff like that. And then Jonah Hill turned his life around like post Moneyball. But that's uh, just my little tidbit there. Okay. The, the, the timeline seems to add up because uh, he, he definitely thinned out getting towards got- the Wolf Wall Street and all that. And then he got fat as hell again for War Dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Miles Teller. Sorry. Let's continue. Uh, yeah, let's continue. <laughs> Aiden, you're number eight. Uh, Ford v. Ferrari, my number eight. It made, it made my top ten. It's easily the most recent one on, on my list. Uh, Kevin, you, you said it. That movie is just so enjoyable. I don't really care about cars at all, but I want to go watch the Le Mans uh, series of, you know, I, I – it's just it's a, it's a good flick it's a good one yeah yeah it's uh, the thing with that is like the the final race which is like the 24-hour race Le Mans 66 or whatever is like 45 minutes of the movie and like yeah. a lot of that is just Christian Bale driving and it's so captivating and so entertaining still you know yeah it's a good one I liked it a lot yeah well, I agree. It's got John Bernthal in it, so love, love John Bernthal. Yeah, I love just we, we gotta just point that out. There's so many other people in it, but I just want to point out that John John Bernthal's in that. He's what's great. his What's his name in that movie? Do, do either of you remember? Uh, yes, because he's famous. He's a real famous person. Uh, it's oh, so God, it's man. so ridiculous. Uh, something Iacocco? Yes, Glenn Iacocco. Uh, I think you're thinking no. of Glenn Coco from Mean Girls. <laughs> I think I am. Uh, I I'll get it up here. Lee. Lee Iacocco. Lee Iacocco. Lee Iacocco, yes. Marketer for, uh, I don't know, I watched the movie with my parents and they knew who he was, so that's why I remembered the name. Wow. Uh, Big time, eh? Uh, we'll, we'll continue here. Uh, my number eight is The Karate Kid, 1984. Oh my God. The original Karate Kid. <laughs> Unreal. Not sure if this would have crossed your your guys' minds, but uh, I feel like you'll give it its due respects. Yeah, I'd give it I'd give it mad respect. Actually, it didn't cross my mind at all, but still classic. I mean, cool. the the there's a character named Mister Miyagi. <laughs> like that's just that's probably my favorite character ever. Not <laughs> a bit I of a love nothing. Mr. Miyagi. It's got a bit of a nothing cast too. Like I guess I don't know if they were big in the 80s but like ralph macchio pre karate kid like was he anybody i've only ever recognized him from karate kid where he's obviously yeah. a kid but i've, I've yeah. never wrecked like i don't know the name you know i know him as karate kid yeah absolutely yeah it's just uh another just you watch this as a kid and it's one of those movies that anytime it was on tv i'm turning it on and uh it was on tv a lot when i was young do you know that, uh, and I got this from Community, actually. Do you know that uh, Mr. Miyagi won an Oscar for that role? I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he actually? Yeah, best supporting. Pat, what's Pat, his name? 
Marito, I think. Marita. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That is uh that is legendary stuff. I'm gonna look into this for a second. Pat Morita, yes. Nineteen eighty five, baby. <laughs> Pat Morita. Pat Morita Oscar is going into Google right now. Uh he was an American actor. He was nominated for the 1985 Academy Award Best Sporting Actor for his portrayal of Mr. Miyagi in, in the Karate Kid. There you go. There you have it. So yeah, Karate Kid. Uh, you don't need to say much about this movie. People know it. Uh, some good quotes in that movie. And it's my number eight. We're in number seven. Number seven. Back to a bit of an animated movie here. I got Space Jam. Number seven. <laughs> I was going to say, where are you going with a bit of an animated movie? But yeah, Space Jam makes sense. MJ, the classic. Yeah. Not, uh, I, I think it was actually kind of cool because it incorporated his life. Some people even say maybe it's a documentary, even though it's fake. But no, not a documentary. I still loved it. It's, I think it's probably one of my favorite childhood movies, though. So I can't say nothing but good things about it. Yeah, that was that was on my my outer honorable mentions, Space Jam, because it's too good to ignore. I think. Yeah, it is a very good movie that I personally don't like, and that's all I'll say about it. I knew you didn't like I, it. I so. respect I respect it. I have no problem with it on your list, but I just don't like Space Jam. You, you must hate Bill Murray, Kevin. <sighs> you know what? He he showed up. He showed up in that final game. Did put one of the greatest assists ever recorded on camera. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was ready to play that day. Uh, Aiden, you're number seven. Number seven is Warrior. Warriors, Warrior. I think it's Warrior. Yeah, I looked it up because I wanted to make sure. Yeah. It's one of those movies I've only ever seen it once, and I think the only reason I haven't watched it again is because it's too sad. It <laughs> makes me cry, and I don't like feeling that way. But when I saw that movie, that's a that's a great movie. You got Tom Hardy. Joel Edgerton, uh, Nick Nolte. Uh, it's a good all-around feel-good. No, actually, it's not that feel-good, but it's it's watch good. It's I think yeah, with the ending is kind of a mix between like just incredibly heartbreaking, but also feel good. Yeah, does that make yeah. sense? You both have seen it. You feel for both sides, like you feel for Tom Hardy, you feel for Joel Edgerton, like kind of two different ways for each. Obviously, yeah. one loses. Um. Yeah, uh, two fun facts for about about uh, this. Uh, Aiden, I'm sure that you know this because you know things, but I re I learned like last week that Joel Edgerton is Australian. Did know that? Okay, uh, I will just go bury myself. Wow. Um, second fun fact is that Nick Nolte was sexiest man alive uh, in the '90s or early 2000s oh no it was 92 it was 92 because it was right after cape fear right now i wish you could see my face this is wide eyes nick nolte nick nolte was sexiest man alive 1992 a young nick nolte is not it's hard to think of when you think about current nick nolte but still it's debatable for why he won but or leaf nick nolte we're talking about nick (laughs) yeah yep (laughs) relief from tropic thunder What's his name? Is it? F- oh, hold on. Um, for for Forley. That's yeah, it. Forley, yeah. Um, okay, I believe you. You know, he's he's got that gravelly voice all the women love. I guess. Yeah. Have you I'm seen fall. Cape Fear? No, I haven't. I've always wanted to. 
he's pretty handsome in that. I will give it to him. Oh yeah, okay. And that was ninety-one. Uh, my number seven, Bull Durham. Now, I have two things to say about this movie, and they are the two greatest things about this movie. Kevin Costner's character is named Crash Davis, and Tim Robbins' character is nicknamed Nuke Lelouch. Bryn, you're number seven. You're oh, number just, six. We're just going to skip over all that. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I don't have much to add, but I love those facts. Uh, my number six is Major League. Oh. I don't know if, I don't think this will be on either of you guys' list debatably, but I still think Charlie Sheen is walking into the, walking into the diamond is one of the most iconic scenes in sports history. Yeah, I like, I like that movie. Yeah, I especially like that. His, uh, his, his walking from, from the pen. Not a, not a very popular movie. But I still love it. Yeah, it's a good movie. There, baseball movies, I feel like, are like, I, I haven't seen a lot of baseball movies, but um, I definitely know, like, Charlie Sheen, like, in, like, the white, uh, what team is it even? Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Like, the him in that uh, outfit, I feel like it's one of the things I think of when I think of Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Um, at least movie-wise. You think about a lot of things when you think of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Winning. Actually, yeah, I went through a, a bit of a binge of just watching YouTube videos of him like being fucked up and doing interviews, and uh, it's like Charles Manson esque. <laughs> he is haunting. Yeah, that was a rough point. In What's his name in major leagues again? Ricky Vaughn. If doesn't he have a nickname? Wild thing. Yeah, wild thing. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Aiden, number six. Number six is Dodgeball, an underdog story. Very nice. Watched it on TV recently. I'm not sure if it's the nostalgia, but man, that movie, love it. Love to love it. Chuck Norris, baby. Um, (laughs) Chuck fucking Norris. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Um, It's got a a good cast. It's got Ben Stiller's wife, which is now his ex-wife, I learned. Um, It's got the guy from the Apple commercials. Uh, Jason Justin Long. <laughs> yeah, it's got uh, Alan Tudyk as a pirate. I, I'm, that's that's my that's my pitch. That's it. Uh, I, yeah, it's it's a very rewatchable movie. I really like that movie. Jason Bateman has a great role in this movie. I'll add. Jason Bateman. Oh, he does as the announcer. You're right. Yeah. It also has Lance Armstrong giving career advice, which is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Just does not age well at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number six. Uh, we'll try and pick up the pace here, just so, uh, uh, quite honestly, so I can get to bed. But uh, number my number six is Rudy, an ultimate underdog story, and it's probably the most feel good film on this yeah. list. Uh, I rewatched it pretty recently and lost lost a bit of its uh, of its charm for me, probably because I've John, seen it like 47 times. But uh, John Favreau, baby. John, young John Favreau. He's got a young John Favreau. He's got a, a fat John Favreau, and yeah. that's saying something. Also, <laughs> also features a young Vince Vaughn. Is it really? He's in, yeah. like, he's in like one scene. He's... Uh, He's on the football team and he gives Rudy a hard time in the parking lot. Then he sticks up for him later on. 
Yeah. Right. And actually, uh, him and John Favreau became really good friends filming Rudy. And then John Favreau asked Vince Vaughn to be in Swingers as a favor Swingers, because yeah. of their friendship from this movie. Uh, fun fact. One Brin, celebrity number looks five. Like. Sorry. Okay, we'll continue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, no, my, no. my number five. I this is an oldie. I don't even know if I've technically seen it start to finish, but I've seen multiple scenes of it. Bang the drum slowly. Have you never even, even heard of this? Oh gosh. Kevin, Kevin, oh no, I know I've never heard of this. Seventy-three. Wow. Bobby D is in it. It, it it's a, it's emotional. Well, I'll I'll quickly give you a background. So it's about it's about like a friendship between a pitcher and a catcher, and the catcher has like this terminal illness, and then in his last season, the pitcher like is like, no, like. I want you to be the, they're going to bring in a new catcher and the pitcher's like, nah, nah, we're riding this guy's uh, season out. It does feel good. Would I recommend it? Eh, it's pretty old. <laughs> it's pretty old. It's your number five movie for Christ's I know. Sake. It, it's, it's emotional though. Okay. It's emo- I put it in there for the emotion. Okay. Hey, you went way off the board with that and yeah, I respect that it. One, that one is my most uh, out there one. Okay. Okay. Aiden, number five. Uh, number five, we've already talked about it. Happy Gilmore, and and all I'll add is that is Carl Weathers the most diverse sports actor that we have? <laughs> Got a point. <laughs> Maybe a podcast on its own another day. That's all I'll say. We could revisit that for at least an hour. <laughs> um, my number five was Miracle. That's classic. Uh, I have an inkling that this might be set again tonight, so I might just leave it at that for now. But uh, right. hey, we we all love hockey, and Miracle is—I mean, we're Canadians, and Miracle is about the U.S. Olympic team, and I still love the movie. It's just—it's uh, just great to watch, super entertaining. When they cut Ralph Cox, though. Whew. Oh. Whew. Yeah, the handlebar mustache, mustache and just, mustache. he's just so likable. But uh, yeah, yeah, Miracle on Ice, number five, Bryn. Uh, my number four, already been mentioned, Happy Gilmore. Again, classic. Nice. Um, a, a young Julie Bowen, too. Cool. How are you now? Another oh, uh, underrated thing we haven't mentioned is uh, Ben Stiller in, in Happy Gilmore. As the nurse? Yes. Yeah. Yes. character. <laughs> we actually, uh, Aiden, Bryn, and I were chatting earlier, and uh, we we decided that next week's podcast is going to be the top ten pieces of shit characters. And I think I think I think Ben Stiller might make an appearance. <laughs> okay, I, that's that's a great one. There's some piece of shit characters. Yeah, we uh, Bradley Cooper from Wedding Crashers came to mind. Oh, I'm oh. trying to think now. Like, just absolute pieces of crap. We can we'll 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 uh, we'll tease for this uh, a little more later. Okay. But, uh, Aiden, why don't you get into your number four? My number four again already been mentioned. Remember the Titans. That movie is is so likable. I love it so much. Uh, I don't know whether that's little Ryan Gosling in there. Like I said, Hayden Panettiere's best movie ever made. <laughs> uh, I think uh, classic Denzel. It's been said before, uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's an important message. Especially like I watched that movie when I was like six, and 
Ah, classic. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty well all around likable that movie. Yeah. Uh, it makes you want to go and play sports too. Like it, it, yeah. it really gets you fired up. Um, I will say right now, it's not on my list. I, wow. and yeah, that's that's a, that's, okay. a, that's, a, that's a tough look for me. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, my number four was Moneyball. Yeah, I was waiting for this one. Yeah, number four, Moneyball. I expect, expected that. It's just, in, it's it's so good. I watched it like two weeks ago. and uh, Well, I've seen it several times, but I watched it again a couple weeks ago, and uh, it, it holds up. Have you ever noticed, like, in a lot of Brad Pitt movies, he just eats a lot? Yeah. Like in, all, in all the Oceans movie, he's just, like, mocking food. In Moneyball, he's mocking things, like... Aggressively. Yeah. You, had, you mentioned that, and... And it was so easy to picture that I, I thought it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can hear him chewing. Yeah. Uh, Bryn, your number three movie. Uh, my number three recently just brought up Miracle. I, it, it's in the feels. Always in the feels. I can always watch it too. It doesn't really matter what mood I'm in kind of either. So that's kind of nice to think about. But I actually okay. remember that one time in university I, when you I, and I, I yeah <laughs> when we just decided to go upstairs and lay on that bed and watch miracle i went home after like all the way to strafford because i was sick <laughs> as soon as the movie ended <laughs> oh boy uh aiden number three uh my number three the karate kid 1984 <laughs> as if we both had it i oh. love that movie I, it's great. It's so good. Like the specifically the last scene, like that last fight scene, is like the most hype. Like, like I don't know. I watch that clip on YouTube sometimes, like on its own. <laughs> so good. Before you go into your underground fight clubs. Yeah, like Ralph Macchio just kicking Billy Zabka in the face. Like what, else, what more could you want? What is the move? The crane. The crane. I think so. I don't, that's the thing is like some of these movies I haven't even seen that much or even recently, but they just like resonate in yeah. me. Like that's Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. And the and then the 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 villain kid presents him the trophy as the as yeah. the tournament champion. It's like wow, yeah. just just you you love to see it. I I'm considering watching Cobra Kai now because I've I had to make this list and it, it <laughs> made me want to watch it. But. Very good. Uh, my number three was. Field of Dreams. Oh, I completely forgot about that movie. You saw it, different. Yeah, saw it. If you build it. See, I, I like Benchwarmers, but I've never seen Field of Dreams, and they reference it, so uh, maybe. Yeah, they gotta... Field of Dreams is, I guess, similar to Moneyball in the sense that there's not really much baseball being played. Yeah, it's, it's more... more... It's it's about baseball, but getting in touch with son, or a son getting in touch with his father. Yeah, it's more about uh, you know this guy finding himself and uh, getting in touch with his father. It's it's a it's a sad one. So well, you I, have, I, yeah, go ahead, Aiden. You have two Kevin Costner baseball movies in your top ten. I do. Wow. I do. Shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, Bull Durham honestly might be a better movie than Field of Dreams. <laughs> I just like Field of Dreams better. Love Ray Liotta. Yeah, Ray Liotta. And uh, Aiden, when you finally get to see Field of Dreams, uh, let's just say there's a, there's, a, there's a game of catch, and uh, you might need the tissue box. 
Yeah, bring it out I, real quick. Okay. I didn't know it was a tearjerker. Oh, it's a quite, quite I think tearjerker. That's, yeah, that's what they were going for, I think. Okay. Bring number two. My number two. I I had two <laughs> I had two movies in this spot and one was gonna be number two and one was not gonna be talked about, but I got I got the original Rocky at number two. I almost put Rocky Four down. I was Yeah, yeah, dude. I legit love Rocky Four. Don't you know I love Rocky Four. <laughs> don't even go there. But Rocky's like the most I it's like one of the most inspirational movies of all time. The soundtrack alone gets me fired up. I, I could run not far because I'm out of shape as hell. But if Rocky was on, I could run a little bit further if the soundtrack was on. Yeah, Rocky makes you want to work hard. Yeah. It really does. Um I'll say it right now, Rocky's my number two as well. Okay. Well gentlemen, I was I'll tell you I was I was gonna put Rocky four as my number two. Instead I put Rocky. <laughs> we got a clean sweep for number two. This is good because I feel like we all just gave Rocky its due respect as probably the best sports movie ever made, but we've all chosen our actual favorite sports movie as I the think number that's one. exactly what number two is, right? It's like you recognize that it is the best, but there's something else, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's Very crazy. nice. So should we get into it? The number ones. The number ones. Bryn, you draw the uh, you drew the short stick. Uh, you you get to go about, first. I'm thinking about what Aiden's can. I know Kevin. You've already mentioned my number one, so I'm wondering if Aiden potentially has the same number one as me. But I got Rudy at number one, baby. Really? I love. I love Rudy. I, I knew you had a football movie, and I was leaning towards Rudy. I when they start chanting Rudy, oh my god. I don't know whether to touch myself or cry. <laughs> All the emotions. I, I, it's my favorite sports movie by a mile. Like I love Rocky, but Rudy is so far ahead of Rocky. Sadly, that's not sad. Eh? It's a pretty iconic movie. I, I, love it. I, I clearly have to watch Rudy now. Like I've seen it, but it was like one of those like 15 years ago on like TBS saw most of it and haven't seen it since like all i know is like sean austin's in that yeah and that's about it um okay clearly i have some added to my list you got some homework to do yeah aiden your number one sports movie of all um, time my number one uh has been mentioned um and that is miracle um i I think this directly stems from being on a bus with like 16 of your hockey teammates driving to like Montreal or like Cleveland or wherever you're going to. And this is just, this is playing on the, the bus entertainment system. And, and I think there's just a memory there that it resonates. And this movie is, this movie is fantastic. It is, it is my favorite sports movie down with the USSR. Down with the USSR. <laughs> what a way to top off that uh, that summer. Yeah. Um, I actually, sorry, one second. I actually think that Miracle, out of all these movies, has the best speech in all of them, though. Like Herb Brooks's speech is, I still think that's probably the best like movie speech out of all the movies we've said. It is. It gets me fired up. Bryn, would you care to uh, recite? No. <laughs> Can I Google it? <laughs> Great. 
great moments, gentlemen, come from great opportunity. Just after that, I'm a little And that's sick. what we have here tonight. Oh, you know it. I know, like that line. It's like, we shut them down. I am sick and tired yeah. of hearing screw them <laughs> I remember actually that screw them part of the speech I was like ooh that's kind of like a that's kind of like a swear word and then when I was like seven and watching Miracle I would pretend to do the speech and my parents would let me say screw them I thought it was so badass my number one sports movie of all time this has much less clout than the two that you have chosen uh, it has also been mentioned on one list. Uh, my number one sports movie of all time, Warrior. Wow, oh, yeah. Was that a recent watch for you? Yeah, I only saw Warrior like two months ago. <laughs> Maybe a bit of recency bias. <laughs> I was so moved by that movie. And like the fighting scenes in Warrior are the, it's the greatest fighting scenes of any movie. It's like the actual, I think it's the best like depiction of the sport in any movie like it legitimately it's it legitimately looks like they're mma fighting and fully beating up each other wow and like any other sport you know they obviously have actors for the most part playing these roles and it's like they're not that good at the sport but like this actually looks like these guys are like trained mma fighters and they're actually beating the fuck out of each other and you it's just the, such a good storyline, and I love it. You know in the scene when he breaks his arm? Yeah. He did that in real life. Eh? He was like, break my arm. No, I'm fucking with you. He definitely did. <laughs> I was like, why? What? <laughs> just so dumbfounded. <laughs> that was not true at all. The thing that is, is I, would believe, I would believe Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy would do something like that, though. Yeah. Fakemoviefacts.com. You should start it. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it in the Bane voice. <laughs> no one can it until I broke his arm. Yeah. Tom Hardy Hall of Fame. Future episode. Oh, that's it's a good one. We can visit it. I uh, feel like his, his filmography is, is limited though. Like you only got so much to choose from. Yeah, there's there's a lot of movies. Um he's in more than you'd think. Like I've I've looked at it recently quite a bit. Like he's not he's not usually the main character either. He's usually like a number two guy. Inception, he was yeah, yeah, kind of that other guy. You know where I find him the best though is when he is a second guy. Like yeah. he's, he always steals the show as a supporting character, but when he's the lead, the movies aren't usually that great. I think you're, or at least he's not great at, as a lead. Like Mad Max, great movie, but he's yeah. sort of just there. Yeah, the like he, he's a shared lead in that more so. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. And like, look at Inception, where he's not like he's incredible in that movie, and he's in it for like ten minutes. Yeah. And like Warrior, he's kind of the second character, or at least not specifically a lead, and he's so good. And like Bane is incredibly strange, but <laughs> good, and he's not the lead role. Like twenty words in Dunkirk, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's great in Dunkirk too. And it's just, I find him so good as like a second, second billing, you know. There's a movie called Locke. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, I've seen him driving a car. It's literally just him driving, right? Yep. How is it, Bryn? Kevin, do you know who the kid's voice is? 
Or have you even seen it? Is oh, it definitely? No, I haven't seen it. I want to watch it. You, you know who it is, Aiden? I feel like I. Who, who is it? Like a voice on like a phone or something? Yeah. Uh, if you say it, I might know it. But... I think I'm in the same boat. I'll know it when you say it. It's uh, it's Tom Holland. Yeah. I knew that. I god dang knew that. I yeah. couldn't have told you, but I did know that. God dang. Uh, uh, okay, Kevin. I was gonna ask on a on a on a cry level, on a Kevin cry level, where's Warrior Fall? Uh, do you want me to go like one to ten, or just tell you if I, well, I just like or not. like well like let's do like a yes no did you cry? Oh I, yeah, I cried heavily. Okay, <laughs> heavily. All right. So like on a on a Kevin cry one to ten. Let's do a one to five. One being like a tear drips down. Five being like you're like incontrollable like facial facial movements because you're crying so hard yeah, like the lips really going yeah uh i would give it a three and a half to four three and a half okay hard, hard three soft four do you have like a a five in mind like have you ever fived before i think Me if i you. have fived what did you say Bryn? Me before you Me before you no i didn't cry that much that movie Maybe um, plays with your emotions. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, fuck a a a level five cry. You're I don't like cry in a lot of movies. There's gonna be like a Hallmark Christmas movie from 2010. <laughs> Marley and Me come comes to mind because like I cry several times in that movie. Okay, well, what's your top? Like, do you remember like your top cry? Like for me, I don't cry a lot in movies, so I know the movie that has made me cry the most. Which is? Click. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? The scene where he do- he walks away and his dad's crying, it hits hard. Dude. I've talked to multiple people and they all admit they've only ever cried at one movie and it's Click. I've met at least three or four people and we all agreed that it's Click. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like Again, yeah, I cried so many movies. Maybe uh, like a Star is Born, maybe. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I know that. Uh, like my reasoning for saying that is that scene when, when uh, Sam Elliott drops off Bradley Cooper at his house, and Bradley Cooper's like, "It wasn't Dad, I was imitating or whatever. It was you." And then Sam Elliott drives away, and he just starts I- crying. And like I fucking That's went tough. there. Yeah. That's tough. You see, you see the stranger, Sam Elliott cry. It's it's gonna get you anytime. Yeah. And then obviously the end, the full ending of that movie had me bawling. So, I think yeah, Star is Born. It's probably my number five. Cool. I'm, I'm putting mine as the impossible. <laughs> I know yeah. Kevin, you don't even like that movie, but yeah, I watched it on a plane. Apparently that had an effect. Yeah, the the altitude. Yeah, I, uh, I, it is a sad movie, but uh, yeah, I just I just don't love that movie. Is Are you Tom familiar? Holland? Yeah, yeah. So I've not seen it. I feel like again, it's one of those movies where it's like I don't know when I wanna. I've heard it's sad, so I don't know when I want to sit down and like experience that. But like huge Ewan McGregor fan, huge Tom Holland fan, even though he's a baby little boy. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen Big Fish? Yep. I have. Thoughts on that movie? It's weird. It's a weird yeah, movie. it is. 
That's a bit different. That's a Tim Burton, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's I Helena, Bo- Helena Bottom Carter is in it, which leads me to believe that it is a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, so I like think a- it is. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a ninety-eight percent chance. Uh, should we wrap this up, boys? Yeah. I don't know how long you guys have usually gone. Sorry if a third person has added like an hour to this. No, uh, it doesn't really matter how long we go. There's no rules. All right. No Ideally rules. under two hours, but uh, this was a good one. Um, next week, we'll take a look at our top 10 or maybe just top movie uh, piece of shit characters. Um, for example, Dolores Umbridge. And Bryn, Aiden, thanks for coming out again. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, this was this is a ton of fun. I'm surprised how much I enjoyed this. This is this is I'm, really a good time. I'm glad, flies. glad to see that you doubted us. Yeah. Can I just drop three uh maybe dishonorable mentions? Yeah, I'm gonna drop, I'm <laughs> okay. gonna drop some too, actually. Let's um, hear them. Okay. Uh oh, I got I got I have so I told you I wrote down every single movie I could possibly think that I saw. Uh we got uh She's the Man. Um I already mentioned Eddie, so I'll I won't mention that. Um I almost put Fight Club in here just because it's about fighting. Yeah. True. True. I thought I I thought about that. I thought it had to be organized sports. I know that's the only reason I was like it's not in like a real life league or something like that. Yeah. Can I say one thing? Bowling is an organized sport. Move on. <laughs> um okay, okay. My second dishonorable mention, we're going to go with cars. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> um and then and then this last one, Alita Battle Angel. It's a sports movie. It is. If you haven't seen it, 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 a, a, they invented a sport for the movie. It largely revolves around the sport. That I rest my case. Okay, okay then I'm Harry yeah. Potter. <laughs> my uh, my dishonorable mention goes to one movie, and that is uh, Real Steel with you, Jackman. Oh, damn it. That would have been a good one to put on your list if you like loved it, I think. Oh, I think that movie's terrible. Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie. I think that movie's god-awful. Uh, Jump In would make my dishonorable mentions as well. High School Musical. Yeah, High School Musical. One, Shit. just specifically High School Musical one. Disney's got a lot of <laughs> just awful sports movies. They did sports a lot. Yeah, hey, it's yeah, it's it's what it's what kids do, you know. Brandy, do you have a dishonorable mention? Um, I just wanted to say this because I know Kevin would get a little anger at it. I was going to say The Way Back with Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, have you seen I've that? I've never, never even seen it. Just know yeah. that Kevin does not like Ben Affleck. I'm sure I would like that movie. The Way Back. Don't they crash in a desert? Uh, maybe there's two The Way Backs. There must be two The Way Backs. I'm thinking Ed Harris. You got Jim Sturgis. They crash in a desert. No, this came out like this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, I've... I've uh, I, I'm aware. Uh, you hate Ben Affleck? Maybe that's another episode, Ben. Uh, Kevin. Oh, it will be. It certainly will be. We can do that uh, two weeks from now, perhaps. Get heated. Um, one more thing I will say. Uh, basketball was heavily underrepresented as a whole yeah, sport. Semi-pro almost, 
semi-pro almost made my honorable mentions but didn't uh the thing with like basketball like the best basketball movie i've seen is hoop dreams and that's a documentary okay. yeah I, I wrote down hoop dreams originally and i was like oh crap no yeah i guess uh space jam was on prince uh, uh there's some good basketball movies though like uh coach carter's pretty good yeah i have that on my on my list too of movies i've seen yeah uh, there's also movies i haven't like this is not basketball related, but like, did, did any of you guys think about like Raging Bull? Or anything I was like just, that, that just I, popped into my head. I originally had that at like number three. I haven't really? seen Raging Bull. Yeah, that's, I hadn't seen it. Shame, I'm ashamed of that, but I haven't seen it. Okay, well, uh, this could go on all night, boys. So, uh, trick, fun time. Uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be back next week with the top piece of shit characters in movies uh send in your top sports lists if we have a social media channel by the time this is out and um, let us know what you think and uh yeah, yeah we'll we'll catch you guys next next week